Let's get right over to Jordan Kahn, CIO at ACM Funds. Jordan, thank you so much for being with us. So, I mean, I'm watching a market that's had a lot of volatility. Um, we're really pretty much at session lows here today. Our last guest actually said that this morning he was shorting the triple Qs. I mean, if only we all knew that, or at least me, um, you know, it was it's down almost 2% today. So what do you make of the rally and even the last one month? Is this a real rally or not really? Yeah, you know, we think that the market is likely to continue to be choppy. So you're going to have rallies like we've seen over the last two to three weeks. And then there's going to be continued sell-offs as well. And I think that for the last couple of years, the last few years really, what you've had is this combination of quantitative easing, low interest rates, and below average inflation. And now all three of those tailwinds are turning to headwinds. We have the Fed moving to quantitative tightening. We heard, we heard uh, Fed Governor Brainerd speaking about that this morning. Interest rates are obviously moving up and there's a lot more projected rate hikes on the way. And inflation, which had been running below average, is now at multi-decade highs. So those are three pretty significant headwinds um, they also tend to act as um, a lowering agent in terms of valuations. We know that the market has been trading at pretty rich valuations recently, so that could put a cap on that as well. Um, but those are the reasons why we think things are likely to, to remain choppy, at least for the remainder of the year. Absolutely, and I understand what you're saying when you're seeing the choppiness. I mean, we've all seen it, really. Um, and it's tough for investors to try and figure out where to be and whether or not the Fed will actually have a soft landing. There are some concerns about recession and others who just feel that the opportunity is there to make some money always, and they just have to figure it out. Um, you know, the big picture here is inflation, and we're trying to tame inflation. That's one big picture story that I certainly think is front and center. We had one former Fed governor saying that inflation is high and that consumers will just stop spending and then the economy will dwindle down and then we'll go into recession. Um, don't love that scenario. Is that likely? Will the Fed somehow figure out a soft landing here and we'll be okay? You know, the Fed doesn't have the best track record at engineering a soft landing, so it's certainly possible, but I don't know if that's the high probability scenario. One of the reasons why the Fed is projecting so many rate hikes is because they do want to tamp down demand, and that in turn will help bring down inflation. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think, okay. that, I think that there is there is a good chance. And, and when you look at the yield curve, we've seen that the, real, the yield curve recently inverted, and that's usually an early warning signal of a potential recession down the road also. So. Right. I know we've been talking about that a lot lately. And of course, how the 10 year yield even has surged now to the highest level since uh, since April of 2019. Let's get to what you're looking at here, rare earths and utilities. So we can start here with rare earths, as you see. Right. You're talking about what's happening in the next gen and EVs and, you know, a better place and all the things that we need to do that. And you have a few names here. MP Materials and Lithium um, is another one that you were looking at and the Vanek ETF. Tell me about these choices in the rare earth space. So, yeah, I mean, you were recently talking about EVs with your last guest. So rare earth minerals sure. go into a whole host of products, everything from, you know, general electronics to solar and wind projects and also into EVs. And so right now, China has the biggest market share in rare earths and the U.S. wants to be a bigger producer. The recent war in Ukraine has highlighted the fact that when you're dependent on a certain region, for key key products or key parts of the supply chain, you know that that can pose a big risk. So, 
the, the president was recently talking about enacting the Defense Production Act to get investment into this area. And, you know, we really want to have a homegrown U.S. supply of things yeah. like rare earths. So one of the names that we highlighted is MP Materials. They're the only current U.S. facility that's producing a lot of these rare earths. They've been beating estimates handily over the last four quarters. Um, revenues have been growing at triple digits. So that's a name that could have some, some tailwinds behind it. You know, it's interesting. There's some big moves happening here today. I mean, you know, three per, two, three percent, I'm used to. Ten percent. I mean, that's when you, you get on the phone and you start making calls. I mean, with lithium, America's down 10 percent today. I start to wonder, is there something going on? Is it the GM Honda story that they're going to be working on their own batteries? Or I mean, there's really, I mean, is that, does that make it even more attractive to you at this point to see it down 10 percent for lithium Americas? And then I got to get to the utilities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it provides a good buying opportunity. The stock had a really, really big run-up when Biden announced okay. the, the Defense Production Act. So I think I think some of it is just profit-taking. These names are more volatile, okay. so people do buy these. I would recommend using stock losses just to be safe. All right. And then the utilities, which uh, I love to look at the big board and see what's going on here, right? I see REITs and utilities higher, and utilities are often higher because they're such a defensive play. Um, you have American Waterworks is one of the names on your list that you like, also Nexera Energy and XLU, of course. Yeah. So, you know, if, if rare earth minerals are the more aggressive play, utilities are the more conservative play. What's interesting is that see. when rates higher and bond yields are moving up, normally you wouldn't see utilities at the forefront of the leaderboard. But if you look at something like the XLU that you mentioned, it's breaking out to new mm -hmm. all-time highs. So that's kind of uncharacteristic. And when we, when we see that sort of thing happen, we want to pay attention. So two names that we've owned you know, on and off for years, like you mentioned, is Nextera, which is big in green energy. They also have a significant foothold in Florida. American Waterworks is a big water and waste utility in 24 states. And water is becoming a, a precious commodity of its own. So those are those are two names that we like in the area. And these names, when we look at something called earning stability or how stable the company's earnings streams are, and these two names rank at the highest in our whole stock universe on that measure. Um, so that's something that investors can uh, appreciate. Jordan, uh, a great conversation. I know you expect some choppiness to continue and the tailwinds turning into some headwinds, but you found a way to give us some good ideas here, too. We appreciate that very much, Jordan. Con ACM Funds, thanks.